0: pensioners wanting to return to the workforce are now going to be able to, well they're going to hopefully be able to do so with less fear of losing their income support under two key changes which are hopefully going to be made by the Federal Government as part of their new employment white paper. So if this legislation passes, it's going to allow pensioners to keep more of their pension while working in a bid to bolster the workforce. At the same time, the nil rate period is going to be doubled from 6 to 12 fortnights, meaning any income support recipients, uh, including those on Job Seeker, Youth Allowance and the pension, are going to have more of an opportunity uh, of receiving income from the job before they lose access to their government support. Now, joining us in the studio to hopefully explain it a little bit more simply is <laughs> Sue Shearer, who is indeed the CEO of Council of the Ageing here in the Territory. Good morning to you,
1: Sue. Good morning. This is much nicer than from two o'clock in the morning from Scotland. Oh! No, did you just I get back? Oh to yes, that's right. I was going to say
0: yes. Yeah, we that was very interesting, and we thank you for coming on no. the show, even at that time of the morning, Sue. So. How
1: could I resist you, Katie? <laughs> <laughs> How could I say no?
0: Exactly. No, we appreciate you being in here now. So it's obviously welcome news, or it will be if once that legislation passes.
1: We've waited a long, a long time for these changes, and I, they've finally listened. It doesn't go far enough, but it is a good start because, as I said in our discussion earlier, you know, pensioners really, um, if they earn before over their allocated amount, I think it yeah. was like five thousand dollars, then they're taxed forty eight cents in the dollar. Really. Really? I mean, even then, they haven't really changed that. That needs to change as well. Yeah. But the main thing is they can earn um, eleven over $11,000, which brings it up to a decent amount. But we'd like to see 20000 And then with the pension, because really, then they can still pay for their private health insurance and for their home and contents insurance. Those are the things that go yeah. when you are on a really tight budget, like a, like most people are at the moment, especially homeowners, and there's still quite a few people on a pension, we get them coming in, still trying to pay their home off,
0: Yeah, and really,
1: so it's quite sad.
0: So can you talk us through, like how much do people receive on the pension a year?
1: A year? It's um, it's nearly now. It's gone up with CPI. Oh, it's about I refresh think, my memory. I thought Talk you were saying dollars. oh, is that it? <laughs> so it's around about uh, a thousand a fortnight.
0: Yeah, right. So that's yeah,
1: five hundred a week. <laughs> yeah on top of that there's other supplements for but not yeah. not a lot so as i said with everything else going up uh, but the main reason they've done this is because of the workforce workforce shortage yep. which coming back from the conference i went to it's worldwide so we have to be a lot more courageous we have to be <coughs> excuse me braver mm-hmm. in our policies and like you said with that particular one yeah. about um we got 12 days now it's really hard sometimes to decipher government policy. you know let's put it in layman's terms, a lot simpler so people can understand it but uh, it's it is unfortunately uh, a worldwide crisis for housing mm. and trying to attract the correct workforce and getting People back into the workforce and i think yeah. this is a this is a good start as i said hopefully f- with our health system as well now mm. they can still pay for their private health insurance which has gone up as well mm. everything's going up but it's um it's good, but there's a lot more. And in our paper, we've said, uh, you know, twenty thousand would be a good start, well, and like, and like earning... forty-six thousand would be a good income. Yeah,
0: that's the mm. thing. You know, mm. if you're if you're getting, you know, a bit over twenty thousand or around twenty thousand on the pension a year, and then if you were able to earn yep. an additional twenty thousand, mm. it would mean that people are able to live. They're able to pay all their bills. They're able to do uh, what they need to do in terms of their finances. But it's also the fact that they can be out there in the workforce if that's what they choose to do and if they're able to do that, where you're interacting, you know, you're enjoying it's some hours of exactly. work every week.
1: And we do have to change a lot of the ageism. Yeah, Ageism also in younger people. Really? Oh, you haven't had an experience. Well, how can I get experience if you won't give, give me the job. chance? Yeah. And the same is in people over 60 and 65. I think they think that we're, you know, we're not flexible and we're too set in our ways, but there has to be a change in the workforce as well about the hours. Seniors, uh, you know, at that age, really, if they're a bit uh, like now working from home, mm. that, you know, really we can work two, three days. We're very loyal. And we've got a lot of knowledge so let's employ more seniors especially now as i said with that extra income but uh, people have to also really employers have to realize that you know let, let you could have three seniors in place of one person really so let, let's look outside the square look look outside the box when you're employing staff
0: so do you reckon that it is going to entice more people to re-enter the workforce
1: I think it will but more on a casual basis yeah again because uh, as you know yourself as you get older you like that you like that flexibility mm. really and now and rather than have and again if you've got two or three people for the week if one is sick or can't come in then you've got another staff member to call on whereas if you've mm. only got one person, sometimes that work just sits there for a week rather than get gets done. So it's that flexibility.
0: So from your understanding if this does, uh, if this legislation does pass, which presumably it will it but will. Uh, you know mm. we'd all like to see it go a step further but um, if it does pass when will that be able to be acted on? You know when will seniors be able to get it back into the workforce for- if that's what they choose? I think
1: from memory it'll probably be January because right. it take, as you know it takes, you know, with mm. legislation then it has to go and then it has to be written up and you know <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> yeah, things don't, it can take don't a move while. quickly when you're passing legislation but it's it as i said it's it's a good start and to get people back into the workforce but there's a whole lot of other things as well that have to be done like if you're over 70 with your superannuation you lose if something happens to you you lose the the say if you get a disability you don't get you don't get that payout anymore so there's a lot of things to happen Again, that has to be changed. Yeah. We're working longer. And like we changed the MAC at 65, if you went to work, you yep. weren't covered by the MAC up here. We yep. lobbied for that and that was changed. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole lot more things as well in workers' comp and all sorts of things that have to be changed to coincide with seniors working longer We've to ensure their to safety. We've got to do
0: better. Like we yep. really have to do mm. better, in my opinion, with our seniors. Yep. You guys, you know, if people work their whole lives and pay their yep. taxes their whole lives, we have to do it better. And um, we've even been contacted by people that are in public housing, seniors that are in public Mm. housing that have said they've had a rent increase, you know, so by the time your increase in your pension actually comes through, well, it's null and void. You know, it's all gone towards the rent increase and some.
1: Yeah, that's another bone of contention with the increases in public housing. We, um, again, wrote and said, you know, really, unless you improve a stock, because we all know that how old most of that stock is you can't charge market rent for a public housing house we've always said that and some of those over the three years i think there's been overall a 20 percent increase i could could from memory i could be wrong but we were i was just amazed Mm. at the amount of increases in the public housing when nothing has been done like we had a lady coming in for public housing who'd been in that house for 36 years it had never been painted And And then they put her rent up. Yep, paint was falling off. She well, she had her son as her carer. Yep. So they had to pay market rent for this particular wouldn't get market rent on the private market. Anyway, and they were going to um, give her evict her and this a young person wow. from public housing said we can evict you anytime what a thing to say to an 86 year old lady
0: that's terrible and
1: her son she needs a care at night time anyway that was fixed she can yeah. stay in there as long as she liked yeah and the house has been painted and things like that but mm-hmm. uh it's just well, you In a yeah. previous life, we worked for the housing, so we know yeah. what the stock's like. Yeah. It's really, really quite old. And now, you know, there's a, like a 10-year wait list now. It's
0: unbelievable. Mm. We were going through those wait list numbers oh. last week and they are astronomical. They are. Um, you know, and I think that, that people are pleased to see some of those notoriously bad public housing yep. complexes come down due to antisocial behaviour, but that stock's got to be replaced. You've got to make sure that there are places for people to move oh. into. Well,
1: yeah. Guess what? We're trying to redevelop our where we are in Smith Street. Yeah. But the roadblocks, the red tape, um, you know, to get the redevelopment done, and we want to build sixty-four units mm. for seniors, long-term, low-cost rental accommodation for seniors. Yep. And oh, it is just so hard, Katie. So where's so that? Where
0: is that at? So oh,
1: it's nowhere. Nowhere. When, when we had a meeting. Yep with particular people from (laughs) from Dipple, yeah um one particular person said i'll never support it and i felt like saying well it's not up to you it's up to the minister i believe the minister does support it but guess what it's got to get to the minister first yeah but we have to do a rezoning yep and that in itself mm. is just so difficult because we have a 99-year lease on that land yep. and to rezone that. But with the housing shortage, it's just, there's you no common sense. You would think that sense. you're able there's to get no something like that sense. up and running. You know, uh, we've got a yeah. shortage
0: of, of housing for seniors. Yep. You would think that there'd yep. be some urgency on that. There bloody well should be some urgency oh, on that.
1: We, we agree and it's just... Can you see the dent in my
0: head on the brick wall? (laughs) (laughs) So So, before I let you go, Frida's called through and she wants to ask if Darwin seniors can go to the morning teas at Kazaley's or is that only for Litchfield or Palmerston seniors? Is that something organised by COTA?
1: Uh, not that I know of. Okay. I don't think that that's us. It's well, all, it's open. We have member only functions like our Christmas party, but yeah, most yep. of everything else and our fishing expeditions, which yep. are funded, you know, which they went out Monday and they all caught a big fish. So it was fantastic. Yep. But all our other information sessions and activities like our yoga and Pilates and uh, Tai Chi, they're open to Everybody, you might have to pay more if you're not a member. Like, yep. I think it's seven dollars for COTA members and eight or nine for non members. It's still quite cheap, but that, um, I would say that gazelles, unless it's uh,
0: we'll see what we know. can find yeah. out. We'll have a look online. I'm sure
1: if you talk to Matt, yeah, who's yeah, he's fantastic, he's a big supporter of yeah. uh, of COTA, but that, uh, that could be our. We we'll might we'll s- have opened Yeah, up a that's all right. We'll party? see what
0: we can find yeah. out. We'll see what mm. we can find out. But Frida is a v- is, she's a regular listener to the show. Oh, okay. She's there, a Frida. Wonderful, wonderful <laughs> long-term Territorian here throughout uh, Cyclone Tracy, and yeah, she's yep. been here for a long time. So we'll see what we can find out. Yep. Sue Shearer, it is always <laughs> lovely to catch up with you. We always end up with people messaging you questions oh, whenever good. you're in. So, so we're trying to <laughs> I'm get sorry, them
1: answered. I I'll create more work
0: for you. <laughs> Not lovely, at all. Lovely to talk to you face to face again. Too. Take care. Yeah, you too. Thanks, Sue. (laughs)